What's up, everybody? Welcome <laughs> back to a Tuck Ruled Takes. Um, take two. Uh, take two for us. We had some technical difficulties the first time around, the first round, but we are back, ready to go. Uh, with me, as always, Liam McDade. I am Mike Sullivan. Liam, how are you doing over there? Let the people know what's going on. I'm living, Mike. I mean, I'm feeling real good over here. The energy is high in the building, so let's get ready to rumble. Well, that's good to hear, Liam. That's good to hear. Uh, once again, like I said, we are brought to you by Couch Guy Sports. Uh, go on CouchGuysports.com. Check out Tuck Rule Takes. A little search bar up there. Type in T-U-C-K. It'll pop up. Or just type in Tuck Rule Takes. You'll see all of our podcasts. This is episode 42, I believe. Um, the Ben Jarvis Green Ellis episode. Is it terrible? The, the first thing I thought of was J.J. Taylor. That's really bad, right? No, that's probably good. That's probably good. No, that's probably not yes. good. I should have thought of BJG. I'm kind of disappointed myself. Yeah, you should be disappointed. But guess what, Liam? We are going to move on with it. Um, we are going to start. I feel like we're doing a rerun because we just we just did this <laughs> intro like two two minutes yep. ago. Um, but I can hear you, Liam. I, I hey, my, Joe, my my headphones are back are back on board. Um, we are going to start though. The NFL gods have taken another player, Danny Amendola has retired at the age of don't know what his age is. He might be 38. Oh. I'm going to say somewhere around yep. there. Uh, Danny Amendola ends his Patriots career uh, with two Super Bowls, uh, 6,212 yards, 5,450 return yards and 26 touchdowns. Playoff Danny, Bang. Liam thoughts. The, uh, the, presumptive i remember when he was first signed everyone was like this is the next welker little do we know he was i don't know he was like edelman light it was uh it was a weird thing because obviously edelman ended up becoming the next welker amandola was just kind of like that bridge guy Ah, such a stud hate to see him go trying to hold back tears here memorable 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 moments and you mentioned it in our first go around Playoff Danny, some of the most clutchest touchdowns I can imagine. He's a he's a big baller, and as much as I'm gonna hate to see Gronk and Tom Brady in it, I'm psyched to see uh, the Patriots documentary or whatever Tom Brady's fucking putting out next. I saw them all dressed up in Patriots uniforms. So I'm psyched to see it. Yep. Yeah, it's it, it's one of those things where you know you most solely the main... for Danny Amendola. Like I don't want to see and nostalgia. Yep, it's a, yeah. it's all nostalgia at that point because it's yeah. like I don't want to see like I'm done with the Brady Patriots thing. We don't need to rehash that. We know how yeah. everybody knows how we feel about that. But it's just yeah, seeing everybody back there, it's like ah shit, I want. And by that point, Gronk will have come out of retirement for a second time. We're like, of geez. course, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it's gonna line up right with the the release of that episode and yes. everything. Um, Danny playoffs by the way, 13 career Patriots playoff games, 57 catches, 709 yards, and six touchdowns. Damn. That's insane. How, how many total games? That's it. 13. 13. That's it. 13 games, 57 catches, yep. 709 yards, and six touchdowns. That's that's incredible. That's incredible. Thousand, and, a thousand-yard receiver if you give him a full season of games. Just catch after catch. And they were the big catches, too. Um, they were. You know, they were your, they were your, you know, you need it, got to have it. I know Edelman was there, but there were a lot of games where Gronk wasn't around, and it's just – Danny Amendola showed up the Patriots. I think he is one of the best examples of the Patriots making a guy look better than he actually is. And that's not a slight to Danny Amendola at all. He's obviously yeah. good. Fantastic. He's great. You have to be good to like, you know, you, you have to at least have like a good basis of skills to yeah. take the next step when you come to you the can't Patriots. can't be total but... shit. Like they, they've no. taken some pretty rough players and done okay with them. Like, but Danny, yeah, he was he was above average. I'll give him above average. Yeah, yeah, he was above average on the Patriots. Though he was he was a vital cog in the wheel yeah. as they were big as killer they were hands. Going. It was big. He caught everything. He caught he he remind what we were. He reminds me that, like you even said, like a little bit of Ed, like not quite Edelman. Not that's why quite I said like Welker. Edelman light. Like he's yeah. the fucking he's like a Edelman's Budweiser. Then Amadola's Bud Light. I remember when the, the year they signed that's him, I was perfect. like. What, what are we getting here? Because we had Edelman, but I was like, Amendola's sick and a return man. Like, he can be the next Welker, and he wasn't, but he was something. He was something yeah, really good. It. 
it's like he would, I don't know what he would. And, and again, that's not, it, it, this is in no way, shape or form, any sort of negative comment towards Danny Amendola. No. We, we love him we big love time him. Danny Amendola podcast. Um, but it's just, I, I don't know where to put him because he wasn't just a slot guy. He went deep. Sometimes he did a bunch of things. It's just, you can't say that he was, he was, Oh, he was like Edelman. He was like Welker. Cause he was like so many people. It's just, yeah. I, I mean, and it, you know, the fact when he came over, the only thing I remembered, he had that he was the dude from St. Louis who had the weird name. That's yeah. how I remember it. And I was like, he had a, he had a good couple games. I was like, does that mean that, like, is he going to take the place of someone on the roster? I didn't want I remembered that. him for, like, two catches, and I was like, okay. Like, I saw those two catches, and I'm like, all right, he's got hands. Like, we can figure this out. Yeah, yeah. And, like, honestly, I can't even remember the plays that I remember him for when he wasn't with the Patriots, but I just remember seeing him, like, making plays, like, over the middle, big plays, things like that. So I was like, all right, let's see how he goes. And, yeah, obviously, you know, he turned out to be a very, very, very good signing. Um I mean, just another, I mean, Belichick can't draft receivers, but he does a pretty good job bringing people in here, you know, yeah, and right. Brandon, he Cooks, knows talent. you know, yeah, he, he knows talent. He just doesn't know young talent, I guess, at the yeah. wide receiver position. That's how we'll say it, I guess. <laughs> um, so, so what's the favorite Amendola moment here? What are you thinking? What, so when you, when you hear he retired, what was the first thing that you thought of? So there's one, there's one play that I think, comes to mind immediately but i wanted to see if there was anything else there was there was another there were obviously some catches in the super bowl the play that i like patriots were playing the ravens they were down at that point i think it was 22 or they were down by six i believe if i remember is this your favorite or the number one like the first thing you thought of this 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 was not the first thing i thought of the first thing i thought of i'll 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 tell you after when we um you know, when you give yours, but yeah, he had, I can't, I can't find it, but either way, the Patriots were playing the Ravens. They were down, I think six or seven at that point. And it was Brady dropped back threw it to Edelman. Edelman caught it. And it was one of those things where you see it happening and you don't know what's happening, but at the same time, you do know what's happening. Like you see something him catch weird's it. going on. Yeah, because you're like, he's not running. Like, so basically what it looked like to set the scene, Brady dropped back immediately through it to Edelman. It looked like one of those yep. screen passes. He, yeah, he was screens. running a bubble. Exactly. But then he like slowed up, and I was like, the, the, the instant emotions in like four seconds that went through my head, I was like, Edelman's doing his normal bullshit. Where he, because he does, uh, he did a lot of times do the thing where he would try to juke people or whatever, or like almost try to run backwards sometimes and then get, then get, you know, caught from behind instead of getting five yards, he'd get three and a half. I thought he was doing that. And then I was like, is he, is he going to throw it back to Brady? And then he dropped back, like backed up a little bit through it. Amendola caught it, did the little high step into the end zone. That was, that to me is the the play that I, that I think of with Amendola because it's just, and it's not even, uh, you know, it's nothing special, you know, it's not. And I think that kind of encompasses really a lot of the Patriots star players. It's, it's nothing special. It's just, it was perfectly Everything about that play was perfect from Brady getting the ball out there to Edelman in a great spot. Edelman kind of lulling the defense in, but then quickly getting it out. Edelman used to be a quarterback. Don't know if you knew that. Of course you did every, they say it every fucking Fucking Sunday, every game. Every they'll even say when he's not there, he's like, Oh, by the way, we got to get this in. Julian Edelman used to play for the Pats quarterback. Um, if any of these Patriots QBs go down, <laughs> right. Edelman can come out of retirement. Edelman is on call. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, it was just the just the throw, perfect catch, everything. Because how many times do you see those types of plays get blown up for some reason? Whether oh, yeah. the, the receiver who catches the ball to throw it, like bobbles it for a second before he throws it, gives time for the safety to come over the top. But no, it was just everything about it was perfect. The Patriots obviously came back and won that game. Um, it was just obviously. everything about it was perfect uh that that is my number one amandola play that he was involved with um i have two more one is a really big one another one's kind of a smaller one but we'll talk about that after liam what is your number one play that you remember danny amandola for so when he first retired the play the, the flash play that comes to my mind immediately is the one that you just described like immediately i'm like him going down the sideline i think over Levine it was and then that classic like shakes the tackle toward the end and he's like stomping in mm-hmm. like that's what I remember that was a big play because then they went on to beat the Seahawks that year if the math we did earlier is correct 
Yes. There, there's crazy, there's too, too many fucking winning playoff games to remember. But so that's what immediately came to mind. So my favorite Amendola play, of course, another one that still rings in my head. Let me paint you a word picture here. 57 seconds left. Down two. After just completing a comeback down 28 to three, we need a two point conversion to tie this and send it to the first Super Bowl overtime. And after James White, of course, our man, Sweetie, represent, <laughs> scores the touchdown, we need two. Brady slings again, basically a, a screen pass, not a bubble so much because he comes inward, gets perfect block, not perfect blocking, but follows his blockers right to the goal line. And this tiny, basically midget, shoulder charging through defensive linemen, linebackers, everyone on the Falcons is in tears. Like, please, anything but this. Don't get two points. Don't tie this fucking game. They're all willing to die on that field to stop this two-point conversion. Powering right up to the very inch of the goal line, just getting the nose of the ball across, trying to back his way in there. Then they deck him. You can't even tell if it's a touchdown. They have to go. They have to review it. He crossed the plane by inches, and then they bundled his ass backwards. Unbelievable. To tie the game, obviously, the rest is history. James White continues his fucking in overtime and wins the game. James White. Oh, my God. But basically, I could use that whole game as an Amendola memory. Like, he had in overtime, he had like a – 15 yard catch on second and five or something like that. That was my other play. That was my other play. Oh, really? Yep. Yep. Where it was was such a great throw, or I don't even know if it's if it's the same one, but we're talking about the one where he kind of runs it out towards the sideline. Yes. That's what he yeah, and toe taps it. And he like yeah, just a great throw by Brady. Like you gotta have a tremendous amount of arm strength on that. He just nothing special, but it's just not everybody can run that route and get open. Yeah, that that was gonna be my second play. Yep. Yep. I used to love to see the off seasons when it would be Amendola and Edelman and Tom Brady, and they'd just like go to San Clemente or something mm-hmm. and go to a football field, and it'd just be Edelman and Amendola fucking running all Swing over it. the place. Catch because they're both basically the same fucking players. So Tom Brady's like wheel out, wheel out, you know, option route, just calling out all these different shit, hitting them. I love watching just the simplicity of football, seeing them work on that chemistry. Uh. Loved it. Because it's one of those things where, where then you see it in a game and you're like, holy shit, like this stuff does translate. Just like translate that play in the, in the Super Bowl that we were just talking about, like to get the first down, get into the red zone. That's all timing play. Tom Brady yep. knew when he was going to get there at exactly what time. He's like, he can make this toe tap. God, that play. I remember watching it too. That was that was one of the plays too where you're like, did he did he get yeah, he got did he but did did he get yeah, yeah he did, yeah, right? Yeah, I think he because especially the because you're so stressed wait, out. He, he, yeah, because at that point, all Patriots fans are a mess. We're a mess of tears. We're like, I can't believe a bunch here. of other fluids don't just fuck sitting this up. there, throw up tears, every fluid you can imagine. Yeah, we're like, I don't even know how we got here, but yeah. you see it, and then when they show the replay, it's one it, it was it was almost like the Edelman catch. When, when he picked the ball up off the ground, where you're like, you're ridiculous. watching and you're like, please, please, please don't hit. Please Absolutely don't hit. Just ridiculous. like when you're watching that play, you're like, did it cross, did it cross, did it cross. Yeah. You're like, yep, the tip cross, touchdown, we're in, good. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, two point, we're like, yeah, fuck yeah, we're in, yep, we're in. Like, perfect. Oh, God, that was one yeah. of those plays where th- I think that after, I th- it was after the James White touchdown. I feel like that was where, Patriots fans, we were all still very, very worried at that point. But I think oh, yeah. we all had the thing in our head where we were kind of like, we're there's we're gonna win this game. Like there's yeah, we had all the chance. momentum. So it's like you're stressed out, crazier things have happened. Tom Brady threw a pick six. So I'm like, you know, yeah, he did I that mean, earlier shit. in the earlier in the game. So you're like, mm-hmm. you know, don't fuck this up, but it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just one of those things where, I mean, and, and I mean, of course, they scored on the play before. I, I just want to touch on that one more time. That's one of my favorite plays. The play where the, the, the old Kevin Falk play where, it, like, the snap yes. went up over Brady's head. Puts his and then the, the running back just grabs it and runs. So, yeah, you know, Danny Amendola, that was going to be my other one. But I thought the main one I feel like that everybody talks about, though, is the the toe tap in the back of the end zone against the Jaguars in uh, 2017. That's a great catch. That, I mean, that, that showing is, off. like – objectively, subjectively, whatever word you want to use. That is the, the highlight okay. of Amendola. I, I, th- I think it's subjective. Uh, object- yeah, no, objectively, because that means that's just everything. You know, like subjectively, yeah. it's like we, we subjectively gave our things, but just objectively, no matter who you are, whatever it is, that is 
the Amendola play. Yeah. That's the play that won the game. Granted, they ended up losing that Super Bowl. I believe we we talked about it. That's when they went to the no. Eagles. That was the one, the Falcons one. That was so that was the Falcons one because that was okay. Yeah. yeah. See, so, but so it's just to send us to another winning Super. To Bowl. send us to another, like that was that was the catch. It was behind him. He jumped up, turned his body midair, caught it, toe tap, touchdown. The, rest the feet of history. was perfection, just right on Perfect. the line. Perfect. Again, it's one of those things where it, it's not. It's not going to, you know, you're not going to get any top, you know, people aren't going to like kids aren't going to see that play and be like, I want to be a receiver because he toe tapped, you know, the back of the end zone, a little white guy did. But it's just like yeah. those were the plays that we expected out of Danny Amendola. He made them time and time again. Um, the only thing I wish is that he stayed here longer and that's of no yeah. fault of. And that's when you or... said two time Super Bowl champion. I was like, so that means he wasn't here when we played the because it was only the Seahawks Falcons that he won so he wasn't there for when we lost to the Eagles or played the Rams or what was yeah, the or played the Rams yeah yeah because that's uh, yeah because yeah, if he's a, if he's a two-time Super Bowl champion yeah he was here for the Seahawks and the um the, Damn, obviously the crazy. Falcons one yeah yeah I mean that was um seems like he had so much more it, it does and I don't know that's the thing it's just he he came up big he just came up big and um, yeah, Danny Amendola. Well, well uh, deserved retirement there. Uh, Who was the other receiver against the Rams? Um, Edelman was around then. Yeah, I know. He wants a role MVP, but who else? Wrong. Chris Hogan wasn't around. Yeah, I think it was just, it was just Edelman. I, people are going to talk shit. I don't know who. No, <laughs> it was, talk so much shit. It was just, it was just Edelman. Uh, Nikhil Harry, obviously the great. Um, he was around, I think, at that Cody. point. You got plenty um, of playing time in the Super Bowl. Holy shit! I think it was just. <laughs> I think it was just. We really just lined number. up with one receipt. One I don't receipt. know. That's how like how offensively boring that game was, and I I don't even mean boring in a bad way. That game yeah. was was ridiculous to watch. But uh, yeah, it was basically just the Edelman the, the Edelman show. I think he had it he was. had over a hundred yards receiving. He just he kind of just showed up and motherfucker won a Super Bowl MVP for a reason. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. But um, but yeah, Danny Amendola, have fun riding off into the uh, into the sunset. Please don't come back to out of retirement to join the Bucks. That seems to be the yeah. thing that everybody is doing. Um, I figured it out. They were receiving course pretty shit. It was Chris Hogan. It was Chris Hogan. Okay. It was. He was. I he love was Chris Hogan. No I fucking like way Chris Hogan was here in 2019. Yeah. What? Also, that was the Cordero Patterson year. I thought, I didn't think we went to the Super Bowl. I him. forgot he even existed, to be honest. How? And, and, that, and that's not a bad thing. It's just, I can't, my mind, that's just how my mind works. Holy and shit. then my favorite, Philip Dorsett. Oh, everybody. Yeah, Philip Dorsett. Fuck yeah. Everybody loves Philip Dorsett. Yeah, Philip Dorsett. Yep. 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 Philip Dorsett. Um, so, yeah. Well, another guy squad. comes to the comes to the Patriots, shows out, goes somewhere else. Not really anything. Sucks. Um, yeah. Yeah. To put it. Yeah. To put it nicely. Um, speaking of people going to the Bucks, by the way. Um, oh, did, did you have any, any other kind words for Amendola before we um, before um, we move on? Yeah, his touchdown against the Seahawks in the fourth quarter as well to set up uh, Edelman's eventual game-leading touchdown oh was fantastic as well. So Once again, Danny Amendola living in the back of the end zone. That was a big-time play. So oh, the whole the whole team plays. balled out. Tom Brady was dishing touchdowns to everyone. It's like Brandon LaFell gets one, Gronk gets one. We'll get Amendola involved, and we'll finish it off with Edelman. That Super Bowl, do you think – at least in your lifetime, that's the greatest Super Bowl you've ever seen. The Seahawks yeah. Patriots one. I think so. I think I mean, because it or the Falcons. I don't know. See, They're I think as a as a Patriots fan, as the 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 Falcons Super Bowl sucked until right towards the end of the third quarter. Yeah. You know what I mean? The Seahawks Super Bowl was just great the entire it, 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 it was your typical ups and downs, and you thought you were gonna win, then you're like, shit, we're gonna lose. But you never really thought that the game was completely lost, except for yeah. except, except obviously for the for the you know the, the bobble yeah, catch yeah. and everything. But like I don't think shit. yeah, like like you never thought that you were completely out. The Falcons Super Bowl, it was like, yeah, there's 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 no chance we're winning. That and then it we was just bummed. like the high of like holy should we won the Rams was still a good one, but just like the excitement factor, I don't think was there. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, I would say the Seahawks Super Bowl to me is the greatest Super Bowl I've ever seen. I mean, there Just was everything. everything in it, like good special teams play, incredible, big, memorable plays that go on throughout history, defense, yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah, threw yeah two that picks. was it. Every and it, it wasn't the it wasn't the game where you know like one team except for, I mean you can say except for the last play but where one team gave it to the other team it was like both teams showed up for the game yeah like both teams like they were it was just like a heavyweight fight where it was just punch 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 knock Crazy. down get up drag it was yeah. it was incredible I mean fight, Edelman almost got decapitated. Yeah, and he yeah, still I mean, and like he, he got still, such a bad concussion from that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't die. I, I would have died. Oh, just yeah. straight 100%. on the field, dead. Yeah. Head would have came right brain, off. Brain hemorrhage. Yeah, brain would have fell right out. But it was just one of those, just just one of those games. Everybody back and forth. Um, yeah, Amendola obviously a big part of that. So um, shout out Shane Vereen. Shane Vereen, another another unsung Patriots hero that nobody will talk about outside of New England. But in New England, you no never have to buy a drink ever again. Living um, uh, but I brought up before that I don't want Danny Amendola to go to the Bucks. Um, Julio Jones just came out today, signed a one-year deal with the Bucks. I don't think we need to stay on this for a while. Do you think that this is even newsworthy, really, at all? Of course it is. It's fucking Julio, it's Julio Jones, Jones right? up with Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, so Julio must be pretty washed if no one picked him up up until this point, huh? So I'll tell you his his. So I pulled up his stats because I wanted to um, see what was going on with him. So he last year he played ten games. He had thirty-one catches for four hundred and thirty-four yards, one touchdown. Um, the year before he played nine games had 51 catches, 771 yards and three touchdowns. Um, then the game, before, then the year before he played 50. So he's been pretty much healthy, but in 2020 and 2021, he has not been healthy. So the fact that he signed a one year deal, I feel like this is kind of one of those. Let me sign a one year deal. See how I feel at the end of the year. Yep. I'll sign another one year deal somewhere else, or that this might be his, his swan song. They're looking for him to play the first half of the season. And then when Chris Godwin comes back the second half of the season, they yeah. can be like, you know, we don't even care if you're healthy anymore. Yeah. You know, just fucking go catch yeah. a pass every once in a while. Yeah. Cause I think, you know, I saw, you know, pro football focus always puts out the graphic where it's like, this is the, this is the team X's offense. If everybody's healthy, their, their offense looks good. It's Chris Evans. Yes. I mean, um, no, Mike Chris Evans. Evans. Chris, Chris nice. Evans. <laughs> they got Captain America in the slot. Um, it's unstoppable. It's um, I'm sorry. They, these these Trader Joe seltzers are starting to hit me. Um, if anybody so. goes to Trader Joe's, go there. They you can get a 12 pack, buy one get one free. They're very good. Um, who's walking outside my window? Motherfuckers. Um, but it was Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, um, Leonard Fournette. You know, big boy Leonard Fournette. And Julio Jones. Now, if they all stay healthy, that's great. Chris Godwin, little bit of an injury bug starting to bite him. Uh, Mike Evans, pretty healthy for the most part. Uh, Julio Jones, we know him. Leonard Fournette, out of shape to start camp. I, like, I don't, it, yeah, like, to, to, you know, put it, put it lightly. Um, I, I think he's on the, the, uh, the Kelvin Benjamin diet where he came back that one year. He was just tubby McTub tub when he showed back up. But, um, <laughs> But yeah, I don't, I, I just, I, I'm not, I don't know. I don't think that the, like the Bucks will obviously make the playoffs. They, they, they'll probably, they will at the very least get to how the, the division. The I don't round. know. Yeah. At the, but like, if they face a good team, I, I don't, I don't see the Bucks making it to the Super Bowl this year. Um, I, I just I don't have really faith. Like I know that they kept almost everybody from the defense, which is great, but it's also a double edged story because it's like, yeah, you kept everybody, so everybody's just a year Your older. Defense kind of sucked last year. Like, anyway. yeah, it, it was it was one of those things. Yeah, where they had like you know their their stats were kind of good, kind of bad. They had some good games. Yeah. It, I'm not I, I'm not worried about them. If Julio stays healthy, great. I think they have Julio Jones as almost like you said, like a like a backup to Chris Godwin if he starts to get hurt. Yeah. Apart. He's his, he's his beginning of the year substitute. So I'm yep. looking at Julio's numbers right now, and I knew there was one suspect year that completely changed my opinion of Julio, and I didn't really like him after this year. Well, yeah. um, that that year was 2017, the year after they went to the Super Bowl. 
right. when he had basically 1,500 yards, yep. uh, 90 yards per game, but he had three fucking touchdowns. I remember him having so many yards every game, dominating teams, killing teams, but he finished with three touchdowns and being yeah. like, that's fucking terrible. Cause he I had remember, that. I remember that year, year. too. Yep. Yeah. 2013 was pretty bad too with friggin' uh two touchdowns. Yeah, it's his, I just his remember year, who knows? He, yeah, he was reputable um toward the end when he had that three touchdown year. I'm like, this is pretty shit. And then of course yeah. he did it again in his last year. And then in, in Tennessee, I mean he was hurt plenty of times. It seemed like yeah. he still had the ability. Like I I debated picking him up on my fantasy team plenty of times, yep. but he didn't put it together. I don't know what his deal is. Might be uh, he's just getting so old that the injuries take complete athleticism from him. But I'm not. I'm not. You know, expecting a whole lot. I'm not seeing some Tom Brady, Julio Jones, both of them having 20 touchdowns with each other type no. deal. No, that's not going to happen. No, it's. it's I wouldn't just give him 15. I wouldn't give him 10. I don't think Julio cracks 10 touchdowns this year. Oh, I don't. I don't think he cracks five. I mean, just because I don't think that. First of all, the ball, the the ball is going to go. Mike Evans is the number one receiver on that team. Chris Godwin is the number two receiver on that team. Yeah. You know, Leonard Fournette is right behind them, you know, assuming he stays healthy. And he's, and I had no idea. Yeah, that I didn't know Fournette that either. I heard them talking passes. about that on the radio. Yeah. I heard that. Or no, not even on the radio. It was on um, uh, Skip, Skip and Shannon were talking yeah, about it. And I was like, holy shit. He had like 60 something catches last year, yeah. I think, or somewhere around there. Fucking That's crazy. Weird. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be able to make all those catches. He's going to have to get his cardio going. But um, yeah, uh, I, I just get some cheeseburgers. I, I feel like this Julio signing is almost going to be one of those things where it's like, holy shit, they got this big name and it just, it doesn't really no. pan out. And, and I know this off season, we were all saying that we wanted the Patriots to get Julio Jones. Yes. Obviously Julio Jones with Mac Jones is much different than Julio Jones on the bucks with Tom Brady, Julio Jones on the Patriots with Mac Jones. You give Mac Jones a receiver like that in this receiving room. Like that is completely different than him. Going Even if to he's a, only available for like eight games. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's, it's just, it's completely different because you have a, a veteran guy with a second year quarterback and a, a future hall of famer with a second year quarterback to, you know, kind of take some pressure off these other receivers. That's huge. But you have him go to the bucks where he's the number three, yeah, maybe number lucky. four option behind. If you want to put four net out there, or I don't know what the, you know, what their what their tight end situation like like if this happened six years ago like 2016 tom brady 2016 oh that's the biggest news in the world yeah then it's randy moss part two you're like we're getting somebody who's gonna catch a retarded amount of touchdowns easily and then of course but now it's literally six years later more than half a decade later julio doesn't have it anymore yeah, and I, I think, I mean, maybe if he signed like a two or three year deal, that'd be something where I'd be like, oh, shit, like, okay, maybe. Yeah. But the fact you sign a one year deal, it, it, it just, it Does screams it if like. He's still it, such a great receiver. You give him more than a year. Yeah, I mean, it just, he's, he, I completely forgot that he was even out there. I thought that he already signed with someone because he had just not, but he, even when like all the receivers were going and everything, he wasn't really even spoke about or anything. So it's like, why? Why is that? And I, I think we kind of know why now. It's but teams are probably looking at him like, yeah, he is very much over the hill. This is probably his last year. Yeah. And again, it, it's not Julio Jones is one of my favorite receivers I've ever seen play. Calvin Johnson will always be my favorite receiver Both. I've ever seen play. Um, and I'm not saying the best or anything. I do think he just yeah, just your personal just a, favorite. Just a he yeah. he to me is like the Gronk of receivers. It was just you couldn't, there was nothing you could do. I loved Calvin Johnson to stop him. He's, He's not in my top five favorites, but I loved him. Uh, he is. He is. He is right there Moss. for me. Um, I like that. Oh, well, I mean, Moss, shit. obviously. Moss like is obviously. Receivers that talk shit. I want T.O., Randy Moss, Chad uh, Ochoacinco. Calvin Johnson was just like, no, he did. Except except with, what's his name? Cortland Finnegan. Or was that, that was yeah. his name, right? No, that was Andre Johnson. He whooped that, that ass. That was Andre Johnson. Oh, yeah, different Johnson. Whooped different that Johnson. Ass. Still, also, Andre Johnson, by the way. Remember him? Monster. Oh, of course, because he went to the U. For like a few years, and then just... No, he was great forever. Yeah, no, that's your your Miami Hugh bias coming out. No, Um, definitely not. But but yeah, Julio Jones, though, he signed with the Bucs. You know, whatever, do do with that. Do with that what you will. It's going to be real disappointing to him when they lose. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, going to be going to be really sad when he signs and he's like, guys, I thought that this guaranteed me a Super Bowl. That's what everybody told me. And that is not what's going to happen. Um, Quite awkward. But uh, with the with the Patriots, by the way, before we get to um, kind of some more exciting news, Patriots released Byron Cowart, uh, D tackle. The Colts picked him up. Uh, 2019 fifth round pick. He appeared in 19 games. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They picked him up quick. Um, he appeared in 19 games. He had 29 tackles, one sack, one pass defended. So he batted down a pass. Um, yeah, you know that like your stats aren't that great if they got to start throwing those in there. But I, um, I remember fucking seeing him on the field. I always thought like he was more than capable. That's what I was going to say. I think a lot of people kind of thought that he was going to, or hoped that he would take, you know, the next, the next step to be more of an integral part of the line. He didn't um, kind of a nothing move to me. I just wanted to bring it up. See if you had any, any crazy thoughts about it. Um, Speaks to our, our uh, lineman depth. I almost said big man depth, our, our defensive lineman depth. It's uh, the, the defensive tackle spot. Let's be honest. It's owned by Christian Barmore. Now he's the future. He's, he's the man, the fresh prince of the Patriots defensive line. Exactly. And he's here to dominate. And now Byron Coward just found himself the odd man out, last man on the depth chart. Sorry, dude. And it speaks that he already got picked up by the Colts. Colts are like, yo, get get that Patriots player. Get him right now. Yeah, get like, him, get him, get him, get him. Yeah. They want Dude. every Patriots player. Oh, every of course. Because whether you can play or not, they still want the intel. They're like, what what, what are they doing over there? Yeah, yeah. How do Bill they has- win? What is going on? I want you to tell me what Bill has for lunch every day. It's got to be something. What does he put in in the eggs? Because there's got to be, does he put, is there a mix? (laughs) Yeah, because there's something going on. Um, Well, I'll uh, bring his girlfriend around. (laughs) How does that happen? What were the massage parlors that he went to? Like, where were they? Word for word. I know the one, but what were the other ones? The The ones that are still going. Yeah, you know, wink, wink. Um, like, am I here to play football? <laughs> yeah, he's like, dude, just put me, put me back on waivers. I don't, I don't want to be <laughs> he's here. Like, this sucks. This is this is horrible over here. But oh, uh, yeah, God. nothing, nothing really crazy. Um, speaking of depth, by the way, the Patriots have activated Raekwon McMillan. Um, hey, he is, boy. he is, he is almost to the. No one will ever be to the level that Ronnie Perkins is for me. But he is yeah, almost there. I that's and he. The reason I bring this up. One, because he's a player the Patriots think are going to be something. He's taking reps with the, with the starters. Yep. So that, that just goes to show more that we all had it wrong with the draft, how we thought the Patriots were going to go linebacker. They did not draft a linebacker. They have linebackers on their team. I just had an epiphany. Oh, here we go. What? Yep. So the Patriots are trying out McMillan right now as the, uh, the secondary middle linebacker with Bentley. Seeing how he does in camp, and that depends on if they sign Hightower or not. That's it. That's it. So if McMillan, your boy, kills it, we don't get Hightower. If he sucks, then they'll be like, all right, we need run it back. They need something. Yeah. That's my opinion. That's what I'm I thinking. see the dots. I see the dots. I'm connecting them. I I think they have like a little agreement with Hightower, too, where they're like, you're probably not going to any other team, right? He's like, no, probably not. They're like, all right, we'll let you know in like a month. Like cool. I mean, because I, I feel like, like I said Hightower, last show, I don't he think was. he wants to show up for camp. Like he's a fucking veteran now. No. That's the big no. reason most people walk away is they don't want to do the grind anymore. So I'm sure he's like, this whole camp thing sucks. I know the defense inside. No, just I'll show up for week one. Yeah, as I do, I've been here for for almost a decade. Like I'm, yeah. I'm good. Don't worry, I'll come back. And I'm a middle play. linebacker. Like I'm not going to go tackle. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, and it's not like I forgot how to play. I know the system. I know everything. Just let me, let me go. Um, but yeah, if 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 McMillan can take that step and be a starter, or at least be one of like the rotational guys in there, you assume Ronnie Perkins can. Uh, obviously, you know Bentley's in there. Anthony Jennings as well. You know Judon obviously is still hanging out there. Um, you gotta the the linebacking core should be. Going into the year, everybody or going into the offseason, everybody thought it was going to be a weakness along with the corner with the cornerback room with the um the DBs. 
but it seems like the linebackers are going to be just a solid room right now, assuming everybody pans up. Um, yeah. I, I think corner, it's the young corner guys. is definitely a little up in the air. Like I feel suspect yeah. about the corner position where I'm yeah, like, I'm not where pumped. is Malcolm Butler playing? <laughs> like, is he playing? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not it, it, the corner. The corners are weird. Cause I'm, I'm not worried, but I'm not, like 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 excited yeah i'm like i mean they'll like they'll be fine like you know jonathan jones i know is gonna have to lead us in picks like i don't i don't know if i feel good about that i do like jonathan jones i think jonathan jones is a big baller very good yeah very good um very good corner obviously jonathan jones well you got jonathan jones you got fucking what how many how many patriots gonna have three jones marcus jones jack jones Jones and jack jones Jones. and jonathan jones no one's gonna know what's going on no one's gonna know I think God, yeah. I, I think that's the plan. So if you can have all three Jones on the field at one time, that's all I want to see. And, and then like those fucking poor coordinators and whatnot who are like, put Jones on him. And three guys are like, what? You're like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. 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 Go put Jones. Give me a thing where everybody turns. Like, no, not you. Like, the, the other one, the other Jones. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, though, about the linebackers, though, if, if McMillan can pan out, like you said, I think that is going to be a bad sign for Hightower. I'm I'm not. I'm not opposed to bringing Hightower back anyway, even if McMillan does pan out, you know, as long as it's on like a fine deal, you know, whatever that ends up being that like the numbers are what the numbers are. But I don't really you care use as long as for. they fit it. I mean, McMillan's hurt. Yeah. He was hurt last year. I don't know if that's a trend. If that's, if that's a concern, I don't know what his college career was like, but what the fuck are you going like, to do with Hightower and him? Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, do you like, do you bring him back just, just to just to have, have his them. presence or there yeah. again that, that would but then that would depend on what the contract is. and again i don't i'm not as much of a stickler for contracts as other people everybody acts yeah, like it's no. their money that's being spent i don't give a shit as long as like it all makes sense I'm like dude bob Kraft can afford this we're fine yeah like i don't i like as long as they're under the cap which they'd have to be if they sign him like i don't give a shit yeah like i don't everybody acts like it's their own money i don't know i don't know why that is but I don't know. I'd be happy if he, if he comes back. If not, though, it still kind of sucks. We talked about it last pod. Um, I don't know when the news about Hightower is going to come out. I, I don't know if there is going to be any or if he's just going to kind of like silently retire. I don't know. If it took this long for Julio to get signed, who the fuck knows when Hightower is going to get signed? Yeah, that's true. Because like Hightower is good, but he like Julio Jones is a name that just got yeah. signed. Yep. Right. Even when if all he sucks the, like, now, he's still a big name. Like, he's still a name that can still like that, that is at least a, a player that you can put in that's playable, you know, even yeah. if like regardless of what level you think he's at, he can still play the game and he's still smart. Like, so remember know. Randy Moss on the 49ers? He had no business playing football anymore. And he was just just yeah. signed off being a big name. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, just like, yeah, I'm Randy Moss. Two yeah, no, just 30 yards in the Super Bowl. And they were like, eh, well, we, just in case he's he blew guy. up, we had to have him. He's the guy. That's that's the one. Uh, oh, the 49ers, by the way, since you brought him up. Shit, another thing. You see, they, uh, they're they going with Trey Lance. They said, fuck yeah, you, Jimmy G. Officially. Do you like Jimmy G? Um, I do. Uh, I don't I don't know why the the vibes in New England changed on him last offseason. Like, you know, when when it was talked about that he might be coming back. Um, you hear I, the Edelman I, I, I interview the on um I did. And I think I I forgot about that up until just now when you brought it up. So I'm going to retract my statement. I'm not a big fan of Jimmy G. No, that is kind of soft. Yeah. I mean, that, that is soft. I mean, what's it? What was it? Uh, Martellus Bennett called him a bitch. Yeah. Right. And and, Hey, if Marty says it, he's probably right. Marty B is terrifying, man. Like I can't imagine like, like him call me a bitch and be like, bro, okay, I'm a bitch. Like, okay. Got it. This is news to me, but fuck. Like, okay. Like, uh, Martellus and Michael, they're both. And Michael Bennett, yep. I remember yep. having both of them on the Patriots being like, oh shit, we might kill somebody. The the Michael Bennett stint on the Patriots completely slipped my mind. Wasn't Had, that like five games? It was it was not for long. I, I don't even think it was for for more than a whole season, if I remember correctly. I don't think it was a whole season. But yeah, Michael Bennett, I forgot Mr. No Shoulder Pads. Um yeah. I completely forgot that he was here. Uh, damn, holy shit. But, uh, but yeah, so Jimmy G is out completely out now in San Francisco. I think that they kind of fucked him over by waiting this long 
to say to kind of officially yeah. hand the keys over to Trey Lance. Like honestly, apparently I think it was because he had surgery though. It's some sort of shoulder. Yeah, surgery yeah, because he was hurt because he's always hurt. They they, they should have when they drafted Trey Probably Lance. Should. They should have just moved on from Jimmy G right there. Like you don't. Yeah, but do the weird thing where they kept him and then like still gave Trey Lance like. 25 percent of the dumb. playing time that that's stupid i either it. give him no playing time or all the playing time i i hate that and i think we have sean payton to blame for that because he did that bullshit with Taysom hill when drew Brees yeah. was like way too old to play football and he was like okay so we're gonna put Taysom hill in on like third downs or random other plays it's like no this isn't stop this isn't the position where you do that because now we're gonna see other teams do that like when like when the raiders would do it with uh with Carr and Mariota. Yeah. Like freaking Sean Payton put James Winston in there for like 1% of the plays just for yeah. like deep balls. I'm like, dude, just, he's just fucking around right now. That That's one of those things where people say that Belichick does it. Sean Payton does it more than any coach where he, he tries to outsmart everybody. You know, Belichick doesn't try, doesn't try to outsmart you. He is just smarter than you. He just, yeah, Sean, he just outsmarts you. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where like Belichick just knows he's smarter. Sean Payton, it feels like he's always trying to prove to you that he's smarter than you. You know, where he's like, oh, I'm going to put in Taysom Hill, who has no business being a quarterback, really. But like, I'm going to say be funny. I'm going to say, yeah, like, holy shit, he might do something crazy. This will be funny. <laughs> That's what he's like, guys, check this out. I'm going to put yeah, uh, Jameis fucking go, go check the ball 70 yards. Watch this yeah, shit, guys. Yeah, that'd be so funny. Sean Payton's like, you guys want to fucking laugh? Watch this. Jameis, get out there. <laughs> I- I wouldn't even be surprised if that's what you said. He's like, okay, guys, uh, what I'm going to do real quick, to watch this shit. Uh, Javis, real quick, buddy, come here. Um, we just want you to just, just throw the ball as far as you can. Center of the field. Putting you in there for one far play. As you can. I don't care if you throw a pick, throw it long. Jameis like, out there doing his weird-ass workouts on the sideline. Yeah. Shit. E- eating W's and shit. He's like, hold on, sir. I got to eat this last dub. <laughs> and then he just runs in the game. Um, let me finish my dinner. Oh, yeah, hold on. Let me get he's, he's got he's got Sean Payton doing it too. Um <laughs> what the rest yeah. of this coach? No, I'm good. <laughs> you want the rest of this? <laughs> he comes at you short. You got I got some. You want he's like, dude, I got, just get in there. I got the pinky He's like, left. get in there before I change my mind. <laughs> God, yeah, that was um that's that's why I do. do you think Sean Payton comes back next year, by the way? Everybody's yeah. saying that he comes back um yeah. to I forget what team they originally said the Dolphins, but that was when Brady was going to go to the Dolphins. I don't think he goes there now because the Dolphins have uh, whatever his name is, Mike Williams or whoever their new their new coaches. Um, I don't I don't think that Sean Payton comes back though. I don't even think it hasn't even really been spoke about. But um, I hope he doesn't come back because I think there can only be one like curmudgeon asshole coach in the league and that that's bill that's Belichick. Yeah, so yeah. stay the fuck away i like the saints i have i i am actually like a relative like not a fan but like i'll root for them because like you know they yeah. they stood by us and you know deflate gate and all that stuff but you know what team that sean payton's rumored to go to what team oh the cowboys right that's it yeah i would well hey now if he goes to the Cowboys, well, first of all, you know, if he goes to the Cowboys, he's going to bring Taysom Hill. He's going to somehow yeah, sign him, bring him over there, yeah, be like, Dak, listen, buddy. No, no, no. This is a one. Uh, <laughs> this is, we're going to put you, you are going to assume the Taysom Hill role. Taysom yeah. Hill is going to assume your role. You need to be um, about three shades lighter. We're bringing in Taysom Hill. I, <laughs> yeah, you be, no, no, no. I think. Hold up a picture of Drew Brees next to him. He's like, this isn't, this isn't going to work. He's like, something's different. Um, if, if Drew Brees goes to the Cowboys, though, that makes the cow that that definitely that does. If anything, that is a net positive for the Cowboys. That would ruin basically my reality. The fabric because, of the universe would fall apart because the Cowboys and like I know that they are arguably the first or second most hated team in the NFL in first. in in com- combination with the Patriots. But they, the Cowboys just need good coaching. I think that's it. They have not had, yeah. like, say what you want about Mike McCarthy. He, he isn't, he's a fine coach, but he's not like a good, they need like a, like a really good coach. They need to kind of, they're useless. Yeah. yeah like the that, whole I team mean, is shitty. 
Their quarterback sucks. Their running back sucks. Their offensive line is senile. Their backup running back's better than their starter, and he's still a squid. Their defense is absolutely atrocious. They couldn't cover a baby with a blanket. It's fucking terrible. You're right about like 75% of the stuff you said, yeah, to be honest. Like, I like Leighton Van Der Esch is fairly inept. At least Micah Parsons isn't a huge shithead. Yeah, and Micah Parsons all their defensive is good, linemen cover. get arrested. Well, I mean, that's that's what they go for. I don't, that's, yeah. I don't, hey, it's like they got to hurt the quarterback. I don't, yeah, I don't, the quarterback, don't get it. but <laughs> quarterback yeah, has quarterback. a big wallet. Go take it. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> so. But yeah, that that's kind of the um, that's the news around the NFL. Uh, we've waited too long to get into the the really just the Bill Belichick news. Um, now, there's two things I want to talk about Bill, Bill Belichick. I want I don't even think the first thing really has any has any holds any weight. So I think we'll just clear that up real quick. The the media right now is saying that if if the Patriots, if Mac Jones kind of doesn't progress, kind of falls back, doesn't move forward, doesn't get better or anything. I feel like this should be a segment on our show. What's new for Mac Jones slander? That, yeah, and, and I, I think that's what it'll be. It'll be kind of like the Mac Jones, and this is kind of Bill Belichick. Mac Jones slander, slander minute. Like, if and, and this will also lead into what Bill Belichick said about Mac Jones today. But yeah. do you think, Liam, if – and I know the answer, I think. I hope. Do you think if the Patriots, if Mac Jones, big if, if he regresses and the Patriots miss the playoffs due to that, is Bill Belichick officially on the hot seat? No, because he's following in Tom Brady's trajectory. I don't know if you remember the year Tom Brady won the Super Bowl, didn't make the playoffs the next year. They were like nine nine and seven or some shit like Mm -hmm. that. So if Mac Jones, granted he didn't win the Super Bowl, but you know, if, if they miss the, the playoffs, playoffs, no, it's not. Dude, the Patriots could tank this year, next year, the year after that, the year after that, the year after that, and then have a winning season. Bill wouldn't get fired, isn't on the hot seat. The only reason he leaves is if he dies or retires. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's not the, and I hate people always say it's like, oh, you guys are like, all you Patriots fans are just the in Belichick, we trust people. And yeah, no fucking shit. Yeah. He's the greatest coach. It, he, he's we, the, look at the, the greatest NFL coach ever. And he's one of the greatest professional sports coaches ever. Because we're criticizing Mike McCarthy. It's like, fuck yeah, in Bill we trust because we have a fantastic coach. The Cowboys, you say their problem is the coach. I think the whole team's a dumpster fire. But, like, look at other teams that, you know, don't have good coaches, but they're good teams. Urban Meyer, that Jaguars team could have won more than, what was it, two games. But Urban Meyer was a shit coach. Like, so many guys don't do the right job. Yep. So many guys, even when they do kill it. Lovey Smith got fired from Chicago after having a winning year yep. and going to the playoffs. He was a great coach. They get rid mm-hmm. of him. Get Mark Trestman. He sucked. So, it's like there's a revolving door of head coaches throughout the league, and we don't really have to think about that ever. It's like nope. the Forrest Gump quote. One last thing when he wins, uh, or he, gets, he invests <laughs> yeah. in Apple early and wins, in, or he doesn't win. He gets a ton of money by investing in Apple early. He's like, they say, I don't have to worry about money anymore. One last thing. It's like, perfect. We don't have to worry about the coach. Basically, no. ever. No, there, there is nothing. Like you said, I think the, the Patriots could, they could miss the playoffs this year. They could miss the playoffs next year. And then I think they could miss the playoffs again before yeah. it's a legitimate. And it, it all depends obviously on how they, now if, if the team all of a sudden wins six, if, if they win six games this year, seven games. Okay. No, that's completely different. I don't even see that as a reality though. No, I think at God. the very least up until at the, the Patriots floor, their floor is consistently throughout the entire season being in line for a playoff spot. Now they might lose it in one of the last couple of weeks, but I think their, their floor is that they are always going to be the, in the hunt team, whether they're one game out or they're in the lead by one game or something like that. I think that their ceiling, I mean, I don't, I don't want to, I, I, I don't want to get predictions, ignorant, but, but I think, but I think their ceiling is that they will, they will certainly make it to the playoffs. Yeah. No, I don't, Bill, I don't understand the Bill Belichick hot seat shit. No, people are just trying to talk. Like he's, he's one of the guys where it's like, he's done so much that it doesn't matter. He's never getting fired. Like the Spurs have missed the playoffs a lot. Th- three of the last four years, 
There's no sign of Greg Popovich being fired. Not nope. no talks, no murmurs, nothing. The only nope. thing they're saying is when is he going to retire? Like he's really old, still doing this. So they're like, is he going to retire soon? And now he's talking about how he's revamped by the rebuild and that he plans on going another five years. And people are like, oh my right. God, what the fuck? And Let's go. that's fine. RC Buford's like, cool, because you have a lifetime contract with us. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want, you name your price, you're staying. So it's like Bill Belichick's the same thing. I don't care if they say Robert Kraft and him butt heads and they hate each other. You don't get rid of a coach like that. Yeah, and, and that's like you said. The main thing is the head coach, even with Belichick, even if he is seventy five percent of what he is, he is still not a problem. He is he is still a positive for for the team. And you also have to understand he's going through a rebuild. He yep. he completely is rebuilding the defense, the offense, really to an extent as well. The the quarterback position, everything. So he had his first year with a rookie quarterback. And they made the fucking playoffs. What are we even doing here? Why are we sitting here asking if he's on the hot? It's like people forget. And I think it it stems from the Mac Jones hate, like you said, where people like, I don't, people forget that Mac Jones is really fucking good. And they're just like, oh, well, if he, if he, if he most likely ends up, you know, sliding back and not playing well, it's like, no, shut the fuck up. Cause you're wrong. That's not going to happen. He, I, I don't, I don't understand why, the it, it's such a weird twisted like fetish that all these people yeah. have people to, like, hate on mac jones and hate on bill belichick and it's that's like, the problem with mainstream media they're always looking for the next big topic like who's the uh, next best wide receiver who's the next once tom brady retires who's the next goat it's going to be all about patty mahomes i wait, saw it on a Insta- yeah. about tyreek hill that'll be interesting we'll see Friggin, I saw on Instagram, uh, Patrick Mahomes is pa- practicing behind the back passes at practice. And like, that's big news. Like the NFL's posting it. All the highlight pages are posting it. And I'm like, oh my God, like cool. when he does that in a game, <laughs> it's probably it. It might work because he's a monster or it's going back for a 70 yard touchdown. Cause that is not fun. last year that he had plays where he tried to do his no look bullshit and all that. And he was missing Dang. open receivers or he was throwing what should have been interceptions, but yeah. you don't see those because the almost interceptions don't show up on the stat sheet yeah. and the incompletions are just incompletions, but there were and so the many only thing that they're going to post is the times when he makes it. Exactly. Yeah. He, he'll make some crazy play, which he's he, very talented. He'll he make some crazy play. Tony Left Romo will passes. fucking come himself. And then all yep. of a sudden it's like, oh my God. But hey, uh, where, where were the Chiefs last year? Did they, yeah. they, they didn't make the Super Bowl, right? No. Okay. No, cool. They were pretty so, fucking close, but yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, they are just like the Patriots where they are fighting to get to the Super Bowl. So yep. I, I just, I don't, I, I don't get all that nonsense, but it, I don't know. It, it's still cool though. I mean, don't get me wrong it's cool to have a, a quarterback that can do all that fun stuff, but I'd rather have quarterbacks that can put the ball where it needs to be. Don't need to do the bullshit can, yeah. you know, kind of win you games and Mac Jones can do that. So I don't get, I, I like flashy stuff. players. I think it would be cool, but at the same time, like it shouldn't be all over every fucking media thing. No. Wait for him to do it in a game and see how that works. And it's cool. Like, yeah. yeah. So I'm sure he's been practicing between the legs passes behind the back passes over the head passes. I'm sure he's practiced kicking the ball to receivers. Like the dude's just out there, you know, fucking around between but the legs. Doesn't, yeah. It, but it doesn't need to be everywhere. Fucking throwing bounce passes to people. We're like, all right, well, you can't do that in a game. Yeah, it's like, oh, you never know. If I throw it and it bounces off my shoe first, maybe then that, or if I throw it technically behind me and I put some English on it and it spins. Throws it like, off his shoe in the deflection. It's like, dude, you're trying the, get way too hard here. Yeah, Get yeah. the fuck out of here. But yeah, I don't, I don't even want to talk anymore about the, about the Bill Belichick hot, sheet, yeah. hot seat shit. I just, it's, it, it's, it's ridiculous. You people, if, if you are even someone entertaining that, that argument, you need to look yourself in the mirror and say, I am a Tom Brady fan. I am not a Patriots fan. (laughs) I am a Tom Tom Brady Brady fan. I am not a Patriots fan because that's what you are because you are one of the people that ever since Brady left, you started having these weird criticisms of the team. And instead of taking so mean, like, yeah. Up. Oh my God. He, he doesn't let you have fun at practice. He doesn't. Okay. Bullshit. You're not taking the, the situation for what it is where you had a rookie quarterback last year. Now you have a second year quarterback. Still Mac Jones, still the same guy. They didn't get rid of him. I know everybody want, wanted him, wanted them to like, fuck off. Like, I don't, yeah. it, to the point where Nesson put out an article where it was like the top five thing or top five um, 
preseason storylines. And one of them was Bailey Zappi. And I'm like, why the fuck are we talking about the no backup quarterback? No one t- in that same article, it was like, well, what's going to go? What's going to happen with the tight ends? I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. The tight ends they named were Devin Asiasi and Dalton Keene. I was like, who the fuck? Why are we talking about that? They that is a waste of our they they are Nikhil Harry as far as I'm concerned. They we, yeah, are not going to get any. We gave the done. bag to two other guys because they weren't getting it done. So don't think about them. You're like trying to di- like dig up these stories when you have so many stories right in front of you. Where it's like you have a second year quarterback, Mac Jones. He's going to take. Is he going to yeah. take the next step? How's Devontae Parker going to fit in? I was going to say we got a new defense? number one wide receiver. Like all the these hell? things. But but what do people want to talk about? All right, if the Patriots don't make the playoffs, they're on a uh, you know they're in the hot seat. But yet when the Patriots were making the playoffs all the time, everybody said that it wasn't a big deal because it's easy to make the playoffs. Yeah. So I don't like which. And this should be expected for Bill Belichick too. It's like all right, then pick one. Yeah, which which is it, you idiots? But yeah, that that's that. Belichick is not on the hot seat. He won't be on the hot seat unless the Patriots completely shit the bed for the next three years in a row, which they you won't sacrifice do. a sheep at half court before every game in some voodoo pagan ritual, and he is still our coach. Bill Belichick is the devil, so I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past. So them they say. Um, speaking of Bill Belichick and Mac Jones, Bill Belichick spoke today to reporters, and what he said about Mac Jones um, definitely made him move a little bit. They asked him about Mac Jones, and he said, and I quote, I think Mac's done a great job. He's worked extremely hard. He's got a tremendous work ethic in all areas. I think there's a dramatic improvement, dramatic improvement, his physical work and conditioning, working on his mechanics, working on his footwork, working on his understanding of our offense, of our opponent's defenses, of situations, of all those things. He did a great job last year but he's starting from a much, much higher point this year than where he started last year. So his offseason work has been significant, and I think everyone recognizes how well he prepares and how much further along he was than he was last year. I need a cold shower. Yeah. I love that quote, those, yeah. those quotes from Bill Belichick. They fucking love Mac Jones. As they should. They There's love no him. reason but, not to. But no, no, no. If if he really loved them, he would have traded up to get him, though. Remember that? Remember that argument? Yeah. That was that was crazy. But yeah, I don't. Stupid nonsense. Yeah. It, again, nitpicking. It's like we got him. Who cares? It doesn't matter how we did it. We got him. He's here. That's all that matters. And obviously, like people, I saw people say like, "Oh, well, what was Belichick gonna say?" He didn't have to say all that. He didn't have to say all that. He didn't have to go out of his way to basically like, you know, verbally stroke off Mac Jones. You know, we know how Belichick rolls. He could have said he's playing very well or playing good team football. Exactly. You know, he's he could have said something like, you know, he's he's making strides. You know, he's still you know, he's a young guy still making, you know, things in the offense. You know, we'll see, um, you know, hopefully that translates to the field. No, that's not what he said. He went out of his way to say he's starting from a much much higher point than he was last year. So he's acknowledging where he was last year. He's saying that he's in bet. Like, I don't, that, that to me makes me look at this and be like, the Patriots are going to win like 12 games at least next year. Like, yeah. I, I don't even need to need to re look at the schedule, which we will at some point in the next coming weeks. We'll do the yeah. whole, like what happens and all that, what we think is going to happen. We'll do that 12 games, but yeah, yeah. 12, 12, 12 games would be a good, a good, a good number for the good number, yeah. for this team. But yeah, him saying that though, I saw that quote. And I was just like, oh, my God, like, this is this is some good shit. This is yeah. Patriots porn. Oh, yeah. This is Patriots porn. The way it should like, be. I don't Jazz I don't know. Do, That's our man. I, I, I was going to say, I don't think that you needed to get jazzed up anymore. But like, I'm sure you like seeing those quotes as well. Right. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. it's those and like the the highlight videos that the Patriots team puts together, like the dramatic music of Mac passing at the high school near yeah. my house and shit like that. I'm like, <laughs> oh, he's getting that work and he's getting that work and he's he's doing the Tom Brady where he gets everybody going and and you know gets everybody down there wherever the hell they go and you know just doing some doing some stuff and it's it's crazy. Every single player on this team that talks about him. Loves him. They say that he's a goofy fuck, but when he needs to, he can turn it on. All business. Hmm. Who else? Who else was that said about? I feel like there's a certain goat quarterback that played here for a little bit for like two decades or something. I also um, again, seem to remember a certain goat tight end who's also very similar. 
same type of thing, right? So I just, I don't, it's like you see all these players, people who actually are in the rooms on the field with Mac Jones, who are like, yeah, like he's, it's crazy. Like he has, but like the way that, so just, just so it's not, it's not just that these, that Patriots fans like us are just fucking jerking off Mac Jones because we're just Patriots diehards who are just going to love anything they do. We see everything that these, that the players, that the coaches are saying. This is why we feel this way about Mac Jones because his own fucking teammates feel this way. They're sitting there saying that, yeah, he's, he, he has control of the offense. He has control of the room. He's the leader. He proves it on the field. He's fun. He's easy to work with. He, his, his drive, all this fun stuff. But yet you got fucking Danny Dickwad down the street. Who's like, yeah, buddy. But like, fucking, can he run on 30, 25? And like, <laughs> yeah. can, he, can he scramble? Can, can he juke out Brian Urlacher? Lamar uh, Jackson won an MVP. Oh, buddy, buddy. Lamar Jackson fucking goes and shits at halftime and runs for 78 yards the next play. Like what's going on it's like no i don't that's cool you know i don't need my court my quarterback shits before the game and he doesn't have to come out like i just i yeah like a normal human being i i hate and i can't wait and i have a list of people who who i'm going to to at on on twitter when matt jones does well and i'm just gonna be like you you fucking shitheads you you didn't like him because he's not like exciting. List. Oh, I have a kill list. I I I would yeah, not. I was gonna say I would have a kill list, but I don't. I don't think. <laughs> but I don't but, think uh, um, that's appropriate. Anyway, cut that. Cut that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't um, have a kill list. Yeah, yeah. No, there's definitely not a kill list in my notes app on my phone. For <laughs> sure not. Totally like, not. Why would you even say that? Why? What a why would strange you say that? accusation. I'm like, dude, you said that. You're like, uh, yeah. Whoops. Well, you just made the list. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I don't. I, I think the moral of the story is I. Everybody's excited about Mac Jones. Bill Belichick obviously feels comfortable with Mac Jones. Watching, I think I sent you, was it this week? Or it was after the last episode where I sent you that like 14, 15 minute video compilation of Mac Jones. Like after highlights last from last episode. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay. It exactly was exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. And watching those and I was like, holy shit. Like this guy's like actually pretty good. Like he can he can get the ball to where it needs to be. And I don't like, care if he's throwing on air. Like that's it's impressive. Yeah, like and he and and those were all like for the most part. Like there were a lot of tight windows in there. There were some open passes, obviously, but there were there were some. He you know, he would scramble a little bit. There were some good good passes in there. So I don't I don't get what people aren't excited about. I'm pumped for Mac Jones this year, second year. I can't wait. Uh, maybe in the next coming weeks, we'll kind of do one of the things where we, we kind of make a prediction on what we think his stat line, how he's going to be, what's going yep. on with that. We were pretty good on that last year. Yeah. 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 No, we were, I think we were, we were with it. I think you, you nailed it. Didn't you? Or you almost yeah, nailed basically. it. If I remember correctly. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think I did. I think I had like 80, 80 touchdowns or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you might have been a little off. Well, well, we well we were better than our our guest host at that point, who said the Patriots would win like nine games. Or yeah, eight he games fucked or something that one like up. that. Eight games. That was, yeah, yeah, he's a hater. That's fucking crazy. Um, yeah, we gotta have him back for the prediction. It's just so we can berate him on how yeah, wrong he was. Like, hmm, see see gonna, if you can write that wrong this year. It's like, do you want to give wrong? more than eight games now? <laughs> nine? How wrong do you want to be this year? Just tell me that. Yeah. How wrong do you want to be this year? Flunked by um, two games last year. But um, but yeah, I, I don't think um I don't think I really had anything else. I feel like it was just that. Yeah, Belichick's not on the hot seat. Belichick loves Mac Jones. We love Mac Jones. Everybody should love Mac Jones. Um, if you don't, that's fine. Tom Brady plays in Tampa. There, there's room on that. Fun being a Bucks fan, yeah. Um, you know, for sure there is. Uh, if you do want to come back, we will not let you on on the bandwagon to come back. No. But like, if you want to leave, by Pretty all means, the door is open. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, like, I it's have, like a concert. Once you leave, you can't get back in. Yeah, exactly. It's like, listen, you, you have the RM band. We gave you the stamp, all that stuff. It's awesome. Yep. You're in your party and you're fist pumping. You're, yeah, ooh, ooh, all that yep. stuff. But once you leave, buddy, I don't give a shit. Like, you, oh, you want to go take a sick break? Gone. Sorry. No, you stay in here. That's fine. Which honestly, it seemed like a lot of Patriots fans took the little, you know, sick break and wanted to yeah. root for Tom Brady the year after he left. It's like all it's like, those ooh. fans were like, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Tom. Granted, in the Super Bowl, I did root for him because I didn't want to see Patrick Mahomes win. But 
I rooted against him. Fuck him. Um, which I don't even care. Good for you. I'm happy. I wish yeah. I had the same like mental Vitriol. capacity, mental for yeah. I I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And if if it happened now though, I would root against it because I feel confident that that anybody who goes against Tom Brady, I'm cool with rooting against him. You know, even yeah. if it, uh, if it was like the Eagles, maybe not because I do still. I do still fucking hate the Eagles. Um, you don't say. Yeah, yeah, I really do. Um, I completely oh. forgot they got AJ Brown. By the way, I know we talked Fuck about yeah. that last oh. last episode. You're so. gonna hate them when they march all the way to the bank next year. So yeah, march all the way to a to a nine and eight record. It's gonna nope. be gonna be what say that. eight and nine. What are we thinking? Nope. Um, no, I'm thinking, but I don't know, like seventeen and out. That's far too much Eagle stock. We've had way too much Eagle stock on the podcast. Um, <laughs> but uh, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of Tuck Rule Takes. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you stayed the whole time, whether you watched on YouTube or you have your shocked on, energy today on wherever you want to be. Um, shocked energy. I do not have shocked energy, but if you do, go to shockedenergy.com. Um, Liam, what 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 is your favorite? Uh, what 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 is your favorite flavored box? Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, like <laughs> my that. hands down, far and away, favorite flavor. I can smell it right now. That sweet, sweet, decadent watermelon box. Mm. Oh yeah, let him know. Let I love it. I love it. It just it, I waft it and then I take it. CGS 10 at checkout, that will be 10%. <laughs> <laughs> At, uh, that was i don't know I, I was looking at you right in the eyes when you were doing that too so i didn't passionate uh, yeah it was yeah no there was there was a lot um but yeah so you know hopefully um hopefully mac jones gets his shocked energy this year i don't think he's going to need it because he is in great shape the patriots are in great shape uh yep. tucker will take is in great shape too as long as the patriots do well i feel like we'll yep. do well i feel like that's save I, I feel like me that's mike the, from a mass suicide if the patriots don't do well yeah, if the if the Patriots miss the playoffs this year, I don't. I think I think you might end up seeing that on here. Uh, I think I I might add myself to my own list, and then, yeah. and then <laughs> yeah. it'll just be the end of the list. Like, that'll be <laughs> yeah. that'll be it. That'll be it. So, um, uh, Liam, do you have any parting words before we get uh, the fuck out of here? And Billy, we trust, and Mac, we trust. Let's ride, Mac Ten, baby. Mac Ten, Mac fucking Ten, With and Mac, Mac we 10 trust on the side of my hip. In Bill We Trust, this is Tuck Rule Takes. That's Liam McDade. I'm Mike Sullivan. Um, Next week, we'll be back again to sing the praises of Bill Belichick and Mac Jones. That is all. Good night. Thank you for coming to our sermon. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Sweet feet. Sweet feet.